Genre. Welcome again to Back to the Future Minute, the daily podcast where we analyze the movie Back to the Future Part 3, one future-changing minute at a time. I'm Scott Corelli. <laughs> I'm Nick Jimenez in the news. And joining us again, Crystal Beth. Welcome back. Thank you for having me. Happy to be back. And we're always glad to have you. And today we're going back to Minute 68, which starts with Marty approaching Doc in town and ends with the mortician pointing out that the odds are two to one against Marty. The return of Crystal's boyfriend. Yeah. I love him. <laughs> Crystal's boyfriend, the, the vampire mortician. See, I always wonder if, because I'm always attracted to like the the not conventionally pretty or not conventional beauty. I mean, I think that people that look funny are the most attractive to me, I think. And uh, <laughs> it's, I mean... I'm so glad my boyfriend's not here to hear this. Uh, <laughs> I like the weird looking ones. A part of me is wondering if that came from, uh, if I conditioned myself to do that after the cute boys wouldn't talk to me, if I was like, well, the, the ugly ones will. And now I just <laughs> like the vampires. <laughs> <laughs> now I just like the vampires. <laughs> like the most <laughs> passive My Chemical Romance song. <laughs> no, just like uh, uh, but speaking I, of uh, speaking of uh, falling in love and and attraction and uh, doing it, I guess. <laughs> um. Okay, so I have a question mm-hmm. on the sliding scale of adorable and creepy. Where does Blue Bonnet with your person you just laid with? name on it pinned to your shirt a lot where, <laughs> well, is, where does that fall well it's it's her pin she was wearing that at the dance last week and it has her name guess, on la- it last night yeah because it you know she's got to label her, her her stuff yeah she's like listen you got in here you gotta get pinned it's probably well it's probably <laughs> a g- <laughs> it's probably it was probably a gift like from her grandma or something and she just yeah. You know, it's going to follow you now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I th- I think I think I I think Crystal's right. I think that's Okay. This is uh definitely uh you get to wear this now. And he's champ. like, "I all right, well, you're my boyfriend now." <laughs> well, he seems into it. Yeah, he so. likes it. Yeah. He's so into it that he compliments the morning air Aww. here in Hill Valley, which <laughs> Who hasn't, I cannot, who hasn't for the there, life though. of me, believe that that's the smell. Like, that's a good smell. No one's no, died No yet. one washes. No. No one washes. There's horse shit all over the ground. Like, well, it, I mean, well, granted, they have that one guy that goes around picking up the horse shit, but it, I don't know that he started working yet for the day. Scott, I believe that it's just his sense of um, accomplishment having... Having having stopped just a few hours ago, that's uh-huh. you know he's seeing and smelling everything through rose colored uh, filters. Right. I mean, I assume that's the case as well, but um, I just can't imagine it smells good. 
No. It's like, no. It's a really ridiculous thing to say uh, in the context of where he is right now. <laughs> Love is ridiculous, Scott. That's true. So. It makes you smell flowers and shit. Mm-hmm. Um, so I like I love how jaunty he is. He has like the the coat slung over the shoulder. He looks like a college mm-hmm. quarterback walking home from a cheerleader storm. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, so then uh they spot the grave uh the, the gravestone, which is being made right now. That's terrifying. Yeah. Yeah. You'd be like, this is for one of us. (laughs) I have a question. I just don't want to bring it up yet, but I do have a a thing coming, something that I could probably be educated on in terms of the economics of uh, grave making. Okay. Why don't you want to bring it up now? Well, because it involves like stuff we don't know yet that we're going to talk about in a minute. Uh, Oh, okay. All right. Fair enough. Um, yeah, it's it's a that's a it's quite a large tombstone. It really is. That's a lot of money. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. So, like, if there's only a, a a 50, are they not making a a tombstone for Biff or for Mad Dog? Like, is it is it is it a waste of money? Because then now they just have a tombstone for no reason if he doesn't die, you know? Well, yeah, I think they're just prepping it so that they're ready. Oh, like whoever dies, they'll chisel that name. Right. That's why it only says here lies, I think. Yeah. Okay, I got you. And, so and, and regardless, even if no one dies, I mean, they'll sell it eventually. Somebody's bound to die. Yeah. They'll just have to make sure someone dies that day. Right. <laughs> I bet a lot of people died. They didn't know what Salmonella was. Yeah. Not like our it's friend Doc here. <laughs> <laughs> With this bacon roller. Well, it's also one of those things where... Generally, if you're going to get a tombstone, someone in your life has to pay for it, if not you. And if Doc's just bartering all the time, did he barter that gravestone or did Clara pay for it? If that's uh, indeed the timeline we were following, like that's expensive. That's a big rock. Yeah, I I presume Clara paid for it. Clara comes from money. So she's she's all right. Like her family was uh, was was pretty well off on the East Coast. Yeah. I wonder what that's like. Coming from know. money? I don't know. Yeah. Just money. What's money? Yeah. Yeah. And I think, I believe she came out here because she was basically an old maid at this point. And they were like, well, you're not yeah. getting married. So get you're the hell out 32. of here. You're 32. You're basically yeah. dead. <laughs> right. That's <laughs> uh, true. Um, Interesting that the the photograph like we're we're getting into some weird complex territory with these time travel rules because you know marty pulls out the photo of the grave and now doc's name has disappeared Mm -hmm. and the and the details of his death and clara's note but it still says here lies and the date yes of monday that's uh that's a little weird i think yeah. I don't know. I don't know how that works because how do they have a photograph of that? Because the whole the whole idea would be that you know, you would you you take the photograph and then you wouldn't have the photograph anymore. I mean, you would think that that's how it would work if 
There was wait, no reason wait, to take wait, the picture, wait. right? The photograph is, but I don't know if that makes sense to me because I never imagined those photographs in the transformation phase as being actual photographs. Huh? What do you wait, mean? Uh, yeah, I'm like, wait. What are you talking about? No, 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 no. I need your clarification. <laughs> what are you, what, what, why, why is the tombstone, like, why does that not make sense to you? Because why would they take a picture of a tombstone that just says, here lies and a date? You're talking about the picture the doc is holding. Yes. See, I don't think that photo is like a real photo because think about the photos of Dave and Linda in part one. I don't think those are real photos of like Dave not having legs. Well, but we talked about that when that happened. I r r remind me of the conclusion that we came to that they that they that they had a brother that was just calves, and just just shit. <laughs> I thought we were, I thought we were kidding about that. I thought that was a joke. I didn't know you took it literally. <laughs> no, I. But I just mean like I, I I don't know. It just doesn't. It bothers me that there's nothing there. That it's just a date. Like it just doesn't. They don't know who it's going to be because it. The, yeah. I mean, I don't, I don't know as much as you two do. Obviously, you're a bunch of nerds, but uh, <laughs> the because it starts with Emmett Brown and it has Clara's thing, and right. then as it's starting to shift, it's not completely switched yet, so it's not Emmett's name, but it's not uh, Clint Eastwood's name because yeah. we're not we're the there yet. We're in the halfway point. Kind of like when, yeah, it's, it's when like, you can snap well, that perfect okay. picture. <laughs> my yeah. my argument though is that if there is if if the possibility of Doc dying is now null and void because he's not on the tombstone anymore, then it should be replaced with Clint Eastwood's name. See, but I I think I think this is implying kind of like how I mean Dave didn't go from being there to being gone. He lost his head and his hand and then it was just his shirt i think this the way the form of the photo that it is right now represents something that is halfway like it isn't gone yet it's up in the air like doc could still die but he could also that name is blank now because things are happening but that's not how it worked with the newspaper clippings the newspaper clippings were all at once i think this is supposed to be more like the photo the photo of dave and linda how it would go okay. through Stages, yeah, but almost. what's like the I difference? Have like a health bar. But what's the difference? I don't know. One okay, of them well, that's has what I'm words, for. and the other one yes. has people. <laughs> that's true. This yeah, has yeah. words. Uh, okay, scratch that. One of them <laughs> comes from inside a camera. Maybe, maybe. Okay, my theory. Okay. Maybe there's something special about cameras because cameras can capture the past. That's what they do. Maybe cameras are different than print because cameras always keep a piece of the past with them. So they're able to feel the flow of time yeah. better as opposed to print, which just changes immediately as would a newspaper if something different happened. I also bet that because the filmmakers probably realized that he him looking at a newspaper changing over time would be weird. So they just didn't animate that because it would look weird. And now they're just doing it again with the photograph to harken back to the first movie with the photo of David Linda. I don't think mm -hmm. it makes any sense, but <laughs> I think, I think that's what the movie is telling you to take from that. Okay. Hmm. If you're asking for like a logical in movie reason, I don't have one. 
Well, I mean, but but I think that the only way this checks out for me is if someone dies. <laughs> because because that because otherwise it should just say here lies and then the rest is blank. Yeah. Well, I don't remember if anyone dies in this movie. I can't remember if I don't think no, I don't think I don't think Buford dies. Uh-uh. No. Because oh, he has been- to he, he has to spawn, right? He has right. to breathe. Yeah. Right. You get that poop again, remember? Yeah. <laughs> spoiler, sorry. It's not a right. spoiler. I know, it's yeah, happened so twice before. <laughs> yeah, they know. know it's um, all right, well, we'll come back to this because I'm sure this won't be the last time we see this photograph. Okay. Um, we'll come back to that later and see what uh, how that shakes out. Um, and then, uh, you know, Count size you up shows up and... <laughs> yeah. he, he starts taking uh marty's uh measurements, measurements or whatever yeah and it does it does look like a, a grown man measuring a, a, a boy getting ready for his marmots <laughs> <laughs> i love getting measured yeah i don't like seeing or hearing what the measurements are but nothing feels like i don't know i guess it's just that the gentle touch of someone, which just oh, no, feels Crystal. really nice. Oh, Crystal. <laughs> I love a gentle touch. No, but it's, it's uh, I don't know. Maybe it's because I equate it to actually getting cast in something. That's, that they need yeah, to take my, my measurement. Is yeah. I, I equate getting measured with having to wake up at like seven in the morning on a Saturday and go to the theater building and get measured by another college student who's awake at seven in the morning on a Saturday, but for a class credit. And, <laughs> mm-hmm. But then you get the gentle touches. Yeah. And then you feel their gentle touches. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so Marty's Marty's feeling this guy's gentle touches. And uh, <laughs> he, he assumes that he's just a really pushy salesman, which I, I think is. Like I just a, like he's like a just, car, like he's a salesman in a Fred Astaire musical. Yeah, like just can imagine, I measure you, Mr. Eastwood. Can I feel you? Can I can I measure for a suit? What's on the house? <laughs> like just imagine like a, a salesperson coming up and just being like, "Hey, do you want to buy a suit?" No, no, thank you. You walk away, and a few minutes later, they just come up and just start sizing you for the suit you said you didn't <laughs> no, want. Come on, you're getting a suit. Come on. Yeah. Now you're it's the most pushy this. salesman technique. No, this is happening. I'm not going to pay for these gentle touches, you know. Yeah. <laughs> it would be like if someone was like trying to feed you on the street with like food mm-hmm. they made. I I think it's interesting that this guy, this mortician, uh I, I like he's working ahead as if business is so booming that it's the only way for him to keep up with all the work that he has to do. He has to measure them <laughs> while there's still a well, you know, he should yeah. just get everyone in town's measurements and just have them on file. Well, but this is 1885. He could get files mixed up and then build the wrong size coffin. And that's true. That would be annoying. Because he's like, they're all going to be dead. We're, we're going to phase out of everyone like every five right. years, you know? Right. <laughs> I do like that uh, you build the coffin special for the person. Yeah, that, it's very still- nice. Is that still a thing? Is that what we do now? Or do they just have like nope. coffins in a warehouse with you, various sizes? You pick them. It's like Ikea. Yeah. You're like, I yeah. guess this one. Oh, do you build the... it yourself too? <laughs> you have to put it together. 
<laughs> it comes with the weird Swedish directions. That feels in our age of like, you know, like Blue Apron and like premium, like custom experience, like loot crates and something. Uh-huh. I, I don't think that. I don't think that. Imagine an app or a web service where you can design someone's coffin. It's too morbid, I think. Like the Warby Parker of coffins. Oh, God. Yeah, I think the problem is that it's really... I mean, I feel like that's that's something that would be worth a lot of money if someone did it. Mm -hmm. But I think the problem is that, one, like finding the balance between... Because the whole argument with Warby Parker is just like, you're being overcharged for the for this. And, and you know, we're our glasses are just as good and they're way cheaper and you should just get ours. And everybody's like shrugging and like, oh, yeah, sure, whatever. But in the case of a coffin, making that argument is a little harder because then it's just like, oh, like, are you saying my dead loved one isn't good enough for the expensive coffin? I have to. I, sh- I should buy one of your cheap ass yeah. coffins. Yeah, because yeah. my argument would be that it would be like, no, but you get to choose what kind of wood. And like, do you want like Metallica lyrics like carved into the sides of it? Like, yeah, but but again, that adds like a level of fun to a pr- <laughs> for, to a thing that shouldn't be fun. I think it should be fun. Everyone <laughs> dies. I think if we I think if we took the I think if we took the 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 fear of it out of our culture, it might make us kind of more relaxed and chill about it. Well, it's because I agree the, with that. I, I mean, I, I agree with you, but you're, you're also, I mean, like you're coming from it, like in your culture, you like celebrate death. That's like, true. It's you whole, have a holiday called <laughs> day of the dead <laughs> right? where you dress you up whole and party thing. all night. Right. <laughs> so you're just like, let's party all night and pick out our coffins. But everyone's like, no, <laughs> no, what? No, uh, <laughs> oh man so anyway this guy this guy just has some lumber in his shop that he's just gonna he's gonna nail together <laughs> i mean it doesn't take much to build a marty coffin yeah well actually he's probably not gonna build it the guy that was that was picking at the at the gravestone is probably gonna be the guy uh, to build it yeah. this guy probably just owns believe, the shop do you guys believe how short uh, Michael J. Fox was next to Seth Rogen at the Oscars. Right? Yeah, I know. He was I short. Always, a, I always forget just how short he is. He's a tiny, tiny man. Yeah. I did love that part of the Oscars, though. That was great. Oh, it was amazing, yeah. So many nice. months ago. <laughs> anytime, the, any, anytime they let you see, anytime we get to see Michael J. Fox, I think it just like makes us happy for, as a nation for a while. Yeah. My aunt's mm-hmm. met him quite a few times now. Whoa, wow. Uh, she also has Parkinson's. Oh. So oh. she is uh, one of the people that's really heavily into the research with him. So um, they have like a bunch of articles of her and everything. So she's uh, she gets awesome. to meet him all the time with that. Yeah. That's I mean, it, it sucks that she has Parkinson's, but yeah. uh, she is so cool about it and funny and willing to talk about it that it really she helps take the stigma away from it for a lot of people i think mm-hmm. it's oh, really awesome. cool yeah she's the coolest woman ever yeah let us know if um if there's ever any like information or cool stuff we could link on the podcast 
Oh, definitely. Yeah. yeah, I'll send you stuff that she sends me. Nice. Cool. Um, cool. yeah, that's uh I think that's all I got for this minute. I don't know. I think uh, so too. Yeah, we had that that talk about the photograph, the rules of time photography. Mhm. That's all I got. Um, so yeah, so you should go check out Movies by Minutes if this podcast isn't enough. Go check moviesbyminutes.com and uh, see if there's another another show that you want to be listening. You know, n- chances are, if you're not already listening to the podcast about your favorite movie, Minute by Minute, uh, your favorite movie is probably being covered at Movies by Minutes. Uh, I think there's, there's 50, you said, Crystal? Yeah, um, over. I think there's over now that have said they're going to start within the year. Yeah. And then, yeah. Uh, then there's some that are over, obviously. Right. All right. Yeah. Um. So go. Over. So go check out. So go check out moviesbyminutes.com. Uh, and of, of course, place. check out check out Crystal Beth on uh, Fifth Element. Absolutely. And Unlimited Lives. Yeah. Really? And uh, donate to the Michael J. Fox Foundation. MichaelJFox.org. Sure. Parkinson's research. Do it. Do it for yeah. Marty. <laughs> Do it for Marty. Do it for Marty. Um, all right. Well, we will be back tomorrow with Minute 69. <laughs> nice. <laughs>